Hey everybody, this is Charity Gibson and I'm coming to you today with a live, not live, you're going to get it pre-recorded, but it's live for me right now, a new podcast for the promotional products industry and I'm super excited to be bringing this to you. I feel like this is an area where um, it's underserved and we need more voices in this arena, so I'm going to put this out there. I have with me on the phone today um, someone that has no clue what she's getting into, the beautiful, marvelous, wonderful Kate Plummer from Claremont. Kate, you there? Yeah. Hi, Charity. <laughs> hey, thanks for being um, so amenable to being my guest today, having no clue what the heck I was going to pull out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah, no clue at all. This is like, <laughs> hey, I want to run an idea by you turns into we're doing a podcast episode. Right? Well, so you hear me talking about this all the time on Facebook. I'm like, you have to keep them guessing. If you do everything the same, the same, the same, it's never going to be any different. You're never going to set yourself apart. So I just figured, why the heck not? And just do it. So thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Always for you. Always. Thank you. I owe you one. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So, we'll talk about um, my payment later. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, I can pay you in umbrellas. Um, so the, the reason that I'm bringing you on today, and um, obviously it will be live and not a surprise to everybody when they see it because it's going to be coming out with the branding on it, but um, one of the communities that I believe doesn't have a loud enough voice on Facebook or in the industry in general um, is women. And so while now this is not intended to be the she-man woman haters club or anything like that at all, um, it is way more about, um, actually it's all about just shining a spotlight on the women of promo and the women in this industry that are doing huge things. And some of these women are going to be um, you know, kind of more recognizable. And some of them, um, we're going to kind of pull out on the, of the woodworks and just shine a light on what makes them special. So the title of the podcast, which you're just hearing now, Kate, is the Badass Women of Promo Podcast. You can follow along with our shenanigans online, Instagram, Twitter, um, with the hashtag BWOPpod. So hashtag BWOPpod. And the website is badasswomenofpromo.com. So I'm curious, Kate, what do you think of the name of the podcast? And um, also, I want you to know that because you're the first guest on here, you have been nominated as one of Charity Gibson's Badass Women of Promo. So congratulations. The most badass woman The of most promo. badass woman of promo. <laughs> so far, I'm the most of this podcast badass woman of promo. Right? Yes, you're the best first guest we've ever had. <laughs> I know. I'm number one. <laughs> I, I love it. It's a lot of pressure to live up to it, but I, I'm going to take it. I have no problem taking compliments. So yeah, I'm badass woman of promo. <laughs> very cool very cool I'm so glad you have uh accepted this with such grace um I just have to tell you so for those of you guys that don't know Kate maybe you're listening to this and you haven't um, been paying too close attention to promo kitchen uh I have come to know Kate very well over the last year year and a half I guess and mm -hmm. um I met Kate through uh, common skew, I believe. And, uh, we started doing promo chats. So if you haven't joined in, that's Wednesdays through promo kitchen. And I, I was doing too much with promo kitchen. <laughs> I was doing everything. <laughs> and so we started promo chat. I'm like, how in God's name am I going to do any more than I'm already doing? And so I went through and kind of hand plucked a couple of people that were shining bright in promo chat. And Kate was one of those people. So she, um, not only did she like 
jump in and I'm going to start helping with tweets or um, topics or whatever. She came in and like blew the house down. <laughs> you are killing it. So um, I think this, this beginning podcast, I just want to kind of let people know about your story. And I know it's an incredible one. And um, obviously I'm trying to keep these about 20 minutes or so, but just want to know where you came from one and um, what you see in not only your future, but for the future of women in promo. So when your market's set, go. <laughs> no pressure. Hey, do no you pressure. want to for this? Just kidding. You can't. You can't. <laughs> We're just, that's how charity works. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conversation. Um, yeah. Well, I remember like joining Promo Chat because I'm like, oh, this cool group of people. And I joined and I was like, hey, I'm part of this cool group of people. <laughs> we should have jackets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I really think we should. Do we know a guy? We probably well, do. It's really funny because like I remember talking to you about how you were taking on so much with Provo Kitchen and I was like, you know, you've got to do all this. And then all of a sudden you're just like, okay, I'm stepping down and I'm giving, <laughs> handing it off. And I was like, don't step down from the thing you're doing with me. Like, <laughs> keep, keep that and, you know, drop one of your other businesses. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I joke that I have my mother's problem of volunteering in that if I think I can do it and I think I'll have fun doing it, then yes, I'm totally there and I'm part of it. And, and then I'm just like, Oh God damn it. I'm, I'm leading this now. This is awful. <laughs> I, yeah. I might resemble that remark. <laughs> yeah. The problem with not being able to say no properly is a major one. So yeah, that's a, I feel like saying no is like a learned skill more than, you know, something you're good at. And yeah, but I also like, it's interesting. Like, I, so my, I don't know, where do I even start on this? Do you want my story? Do <laughs> I do want your story. I want to know how you got into promo. Like, I know you were probably a badass. I happen to know your parents. Um, obviously your mom, um, now passed, but before she, um, passed on, obviously her bright shining spirit raised this beautiful, uh, strong daughter. And so did you get into promo because your parents were, you know, in promo and oh, yeah. um and do you love it or like my daughter hates it she like ew promo i'm like why do you hate promo and she's like because you guys have cool products and you muck it up with all these ugly logos <laughs> i was like oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah that's kind um, of it i'm very picky about my swag <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay so how i got into promo totally unintentionally is i actually i joke that this is my 10-year temporary job um, and while now it's 12 year temporary job, 10 years is when I'm like, I think I should probably stop calling it. I'm just here for a little bit job. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I got in cause my parents, they needed a new office manager and they're like, it was kind of an immediate thing. And I just come back from traveling after graduation and I kind of got in this one job that it was my, <laughs> Okay, longer story. Where do I start? <laughs> my, mom, my mom's an immigrant. So she immigrated here from Scotland when she was younger. And like she grew up like not without but poor. And, and she remembers having with not having things. And so her attitude for us has always been you get a job. And if you don't have a job, your job is getting a job. And if you don't have a job and you're at school, your job is school and you're going to commit yourself. So when I graduated, I was without a job. I just, she's so great. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah, this is this immigrant mindset. I always joke. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so what happened was like when I graduated, I didn't have a job. Like I foolishly had an English degree and lined up nothing. And so I was like, well, I'm going to travel for a bit. I have some friends. I have some money. I'm going to go like do the typical thing. And then I came back and I didn't have a job. So I sent my resume everywhere. And I, the job, the first job that I got was like this jewelry store. And so I was working there and I was really good at it. And like, I'm good at sales, but I was very shy. And, and then I was also teaching skiing. And so I was doing all this stuff. And then my mom's like, nope, you know what? That's not the right job for you. Come work for us. You'll figure out what you want to do. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. And so it was just like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do, but I'll just do three jobs because this, this job at Claremont is not going to be a long-term thing. I never want to work for my parents. This is not going to work out. Don't plan on it. <laughs> you better keep your eyes open for a new hire, <laughs> which, you know, 12 years later, we all know how that went. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I just like, I started working for them and then I started taking on more responsibility because I was like, I got bored with like the standard admin staff and I was like, Oh, I'll take on sales. And then our, one of our sales reps at the time, he had a really bad accident and was off work for four months. And it was just one of those things of like, I took on his sales stuff and like grew it and I loved it. And I like was so involved with it. And when he came back, he was kind of like, well, I think I'm going to do retirement. Like that's fine. We're like, okay. And then I continued to grow. And then I always joke that the reason Clearmount's grown is I've always gotten to the point of a mental breakdown. And I was like, you need to hire someone to help me. And then they've hired someone and then, you know, and then we grow to the point of a mental breakdown again. <laughs> totally great work-life balance I've got going on. Honestly, though, I'm, yeah. I, I don't mean to stop you right there, but I think this is part of what I wanted this podcast to get to is that there's these cycles that entrepreneurs have, and it's not just women. So I want to, that's again, one of the things like this podcast is about everybody. And from an entrepreneur standpoint, like that's me. I don't know. I guess maybe because I'm like you and I take so much on, but we know that we can do it. So we keep on doing it. And then we go to this place of like, ah! and then we're like, oh yeah, I'm cool. And like, we put all these things in place to like even it out. And then that's, I think that's how growth just happens, right? Like, I'm glad yeah. to hear. Anyway, at least if that's how it happens for you and I know that I'm a really good company. So keep going. <laughs> I think you have to figure out a better way to grow us, but that's my route. <laughs> right so now. Far. Yeah. I'm I'm getting better at it. I feel like by the fourth mental breakdown, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it different this time. So <laughs> <laughs> I have better ways, better more ideas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna see the signs before it happens. And, um yeah, and then I just I took on sales and then we hired salespeople to help me with sales. So we went from like an office of three people to now there's like, I mean, it's not a huge group. There's like five of us. There should be six of us, but there's five. And, um, and yeah, it just, I, and then I got sales. And then unfortunately, as you mentioned, like my mom passed away. It's coming up on two years now. And, and it just kind of changed what I do. And, uh, and I always joke, it's like, I was very good in the wake of my mom. Like, you know, like a boat wake kind of thing, not a sad yeah, yeah, wake. Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you got the boat reference. Um, I was good in the wake of my mom. And then when she passed, I was like, oh my God, like, okay, now it's me. Now I'm doing it. And like, and I was growing. I was getting, like, I could feel myself, my, like my personality kind of cemented over the past few years and my confidence definitely grew. And I always say it's like my confidence was there because 
I had that nice, like, I never was worried about failing with my parents. I could always fall back on them. And they were always the ones being like, go do it. We trust you. We support you. And, and then, um, yeah. And then even before my mom passed, I started getting super involved. And then afterwards I was like, oh, I am in charge of this company's future now. I, I got to think big now. And, and I've created this amazing network of other women and other people in the industry who just are so supportive and so wonderful. Like I, it was amazing because my mom was super involved with WLC. So the women's leadership conference in the U S and she was like, she really pushed me on it. And I was the co-chair last year was my last year. So I was co-chair. I was on the planning committee and the co-chair and the year after she passed, like coming back was like having so many different moms around me, all these women who Aww. loved her and knew her. And then it was funny because last year was the first year that people knew of me without her. And I was like, Oh, but you should have met my mom. She was awesome. <laughs> but I have, and then the same with like, there's the women's empowerment event, which is the Canadian equivalents for the PPDC. So it's called we because we love our acronyms. <laughs> and yeah, this industry loves their acronyms. Well we have small imprint areas sometimes. All of these yeah. words just wouldn't fit. We've got to bring it down to letters. <laughs> put it down. Yeah. And so and that was like, you know, my mom I never meant to get involved with we like the first year I was like, well I'm not gonna go do it. And she's like, no 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 I've signed you up. We're going. We're going <laughs> fine. Which is kind of my MO with my mom is like fine, I'll do it. And then, um, and then like a couple years ago, she's like, okay, I, I can't, I'm on the planning committee. I can't make a meeting. You go to the meeting for me. And then all of a sudden I was on the planning committee too. And now I'm one of the three women who is part of the planning committee for it. And that works with PPBC for it. And so it's one of those, like, again, a volunteering problem of like, yeah, I'd love to do that. <laughs> that like, right. I totally, yeah, of course. <laughs> So note to self, if I ever need anything done, just call Kate. Kate, can you call Oh my God, help? no. <laughs> the worst name was free no. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. So I guess I love hearing that you have this strong, empowering upbringing and that you were kind of just groomed and bred and that was your bias and the environment that you grew up in was just do and be and when there's a need, you fill it kind of a thing and um what needs to be done you just kind of make it happen so I think my next question for you I know it was going to be where do you see like yourself and also women in the industry but going backwards from that what do you think or, or what would you tell somebody that doesn't that does not or did not grow up with that kind of um not safety net because I don't think they gave you a safety net they just gave you the okay that if it doesn't work out, like kind of just like say yes and you'll figure it out later, kind of very Jesse Itzler kind of thing. Um, what advice would you have for, I mean, yes, women, but I mean, anybody, it could be like an introverted dude. Like sometimes we just don't take initiative or we're scared to take that risk or, you know, we see something or we maybe wish, hey, that would be kind of cool, but I don't, you know, I'm not enough or I don't yeah. have what it takes or whatever. What kind of um, advice do you have for somebody that maybe has those feelings of insufficiency and what advice would you give them to take it to the next level? Like I want to be the next Kate. Um, how do I get there? I, you know what, I have to credit the network of women around me is because, okay. So my advice is get a mentor and 
don't think that a mentor relationship is super formal. Like it is, there are amazing structures. Like Promo Kitchen has an amazing mentorship program, which I'm part of. And like, I've literally called up my mentor and I'm like, hey, shipping, I need help, <laughs> please. <laughs> Facebook and, Messenger turns into mentoring yesterday. Oh, and you yeah. and I, right? We're like, help. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do we but, do? And that's the thing is like, you know, I would never grace you with the title of mentor, but has your experience and openness and willingness to help been a mentoring factor? Yeah, totally. Right. And there's so many women in my life that way who, you know, one friend of mine, like it got down to the point where we were doing lunch and she was just running through how she taught sales, what her approach would be, who were good clients out there. And we're not competitors directly, but we're still buying for the same marketing dollars. And she was, she was so helpful and she gave me confidence that way. And so I think mentoring can kind of, a lot of people can add this like burden to it where everyone's like, and you're a mentor now, like a mantle's being put on you. And it's pressure. It, yeah. Think about it that way. Like it should be like, can I help you either it, on both sides? I need help and you do the ask, or can I help you, and you do the give, and I think if you worry about it, like, it has to be formal, we have to have coffee when it happens, it has to be a scheduled phone call, like, that's perfect, and a lot of those times, those work really well, like, accountability partners, structuring, it works really well, but sometimes it can be literally, like, I just want to bounce some ideas off you, are you open to this, and you obviously have to be conscientious of your ask. Like you can't just be like, so your client base is and your advice is it, but it is, you build a friendship, you build, you build a connection to the point where if you're like you, where I'm like, okay, I need to pick your brain about flyers. Like that you're not kind of like, God, this kid from Canada is just driving me nuts. You're just like, <laughs> oh, God, this is what I've noticed really works. And it's a friendship. And it's interesting because like some people put this pressure on mentoring and networking and it's really building connections and building friends and building community. And, you know, as you think of it, it's like building a tribe. And so are you working at, I would say work to build your tribe and don't be afraid if you fail at it, if people aren't like open to you, you're going to find it, especially in such a weird little industry like ours. It's like, there's another one of you out there or there's someone who's like, you know, who you should meet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And that's, I, I get that a lot where it's, yeah, you, you know, oh, I know this person. I'll hear you talk or say a couple of different things. And it's like, I totally want you to meet this person. Um, and I also think something else that you said is, I mean, along the lines of mentorship, I think sometimes we have to be careful about who we take advice from um, because so often we're running out like seeking somebody um, it's like if you, like we talked about the flyers, for example, if you go to a distributor, not, you know, not saying anything about that, but you, if you go to a distributor and you're like, hey, you know, and ask them a certain question about uh, shipping logistics, they're not going to have your answer. <laughs> you know, it's like you have to go, like you mentioned, like you could go to that person and ask about shipping or whatever. I think we have to be really careful about who we ask certain questions to and who we surround ourselves with in order to get the mentorship we need to be able to have the confidence to grow to the next level. So, I mean, I was really fortunate back when I started out that, um, I mean, I was kind of just doing my thing, whatever. And I'm the crazy girl that raised my hand in the back of, you know, Mark Graham and Bobby's seminars. Um, and somehow I, you know, fangirled my way into their little tribe of, <laughs> of awesomeness. Um, so I've been very fortunate to have people like Mark Graham, but I love the idea that when you are seeking out that person to help you get to the next level, that you're talking to somebody that's been where you want to go. Because 
if they've never been there, it's hard to help you get somewhere. You know, you're looking for a guide. You're looking for somebody to take your hand and lead you along the path. And if they've never been there, then it's just two strangers kind of, you know, fumbling their way through, which is also good to have support and somebody that's willing to just jump off the deep end. Obviously, I brought you on this podcast. I'm like, let's go. Yay. Um, so that's, I mean, there's something to that. But when you're really trying to reach a goal, I feel like I love that you mentioned mentorship and like find somebody that has what you want and don't be afraid to be like oh you have what I want you know I can never talk to you or you're unapproachable or you know I'll never be where you are the best thing about the mentors that I've found and the people especially in our promo world um, is that when you approach them it's like wow man you have it figured out I know one day you were like me how did you get from here to there how can I do you know what did you learn along the way um, and I even see this like with my daughter that like the things that I do now financially she's gonna have a much better stepping off point with the advice that I'm giving her with the financial resources you know I'm teaching her about compounding interest and all of these like little things that are gonna add up to give her a better step when she steps forward on her own and I feel like in a business sense, that's what we need to look for in our mentors too, and be open yeah. to them saying, like, not feel embarrassed that we're not there, be encouraged that we can get there. Yeah. And I think you also have to, I think you should be aware that the evident, like the advice they're giving you might not be right for you. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to do it. Like You can get it. But I think it, it's very interesting. It's like millennial, which is like the word I hate. Is <laughs> the M word. <laughs> like millennials are ruining. I'm like, you know what? Millennials are homeowners and families now. Like they're not these like delinquent youth. <laughs> there's this mindset of like millennials just think it's entitled to them. It's like, no, that's not the case. Like we're all very open. We're very, we're far more open to collaboration than previous generations before us. But I also think it's like, if someone's giving you advice, they're telling you it for a reason because they at some point wish they'd gotten that advice, but it doesn't mean you have to take it and doesn't mean you have to do it, but it's good to take it, weigh it and measure it against what you would like to do and your experience and your plans. Mm -hmm. But take it seriously because if someone's saying it to you, it's because they think it's valuable. But at the same time, it's people are not the be all and end all. There are a lot of people who just love the sound of their own voice. Because <laughs> you and I know a few of those people. <laughs> I mean, me. Yeah. <laughs> Like where's a mirror? Where's a mirror? My <laughs> selfie camera's on. I'm like, I do like to. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> I am so clever. <laughs> but yeah, I, th I think a lot of people, because they see, especially, and this is not a knock against you, but there's a lot of people in our industry who have very high profiles and it's through a ton of hard work, like in your case. And it should, you know, like Bill and Kirby aren't that popular because, you know, I mean, they're lovely and they should be popular, but they work hard. They put out a ton of stuff. They raise their profile. Same with like, you know, we could say Kathy Chang is from Redwood. It's like her being popular and her raising awareness is not, is not something she did on her own, but it's not something that she did without intention. Right. And, but just because they're at those places doesn't mean that you have all the answers and people shouldn't look to it, but they should look and see what you're actually doing. Like you're not sitting there on your phone tweeting all the time. I know you work hard. I know you work so hard. I know you work insane hours too, being a roommate at some point. And I, so like, you know, you didn't wake up like this. You woke up and you worked for several hours and then you did your hair and woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. yeah. No, so and it's, that, like, I, it's important. Yeah. It's, so it's important that people see the work and the intention that goes behind everything and understand that it might not be for you, but it's worth listening. It, it's a worth at least listening to what people, what advice people have to share. Yeah. Yeah. And weighing it, like you said, you know, take it, listen. And I think even the most abstract information, like stuff that doesn't make sense, I always still get something out of it. And like even education, I love marketing. And so I always try and go to all the marketing education sessions, but I know that um, where I falter is sometimes in administration and sometimes in accounting. And so the places where I should probably be looking for education, even though it doesn't interest me as much, is intentionally going into the the place. I mean, still enjoy the marketing and make it fun and do those too, but putting myself in a situation to learn about things I might not necessarily have an interest in and I might not need to know everything about, but just give it a shot and take away from it, you know, exactly what I can. And then, yeah, to the hard work comment, I think that's probably one of my most, um, I, I love that you bring that up because there's like influencers, for example, on Instagram, like I'm going to be an Instagram influencer. No, you're not charity. Like maybe eventually, but like you can't just wake up and do that already. Like the only reason I did my hair this morning is because we thought we might do this with video. I'm like, man, I started work. You're right. At 2:43 AM. And I'm going to work probably until 4.30 or 5 o'clock tonight. But you're right. People see me on Facebook. All you do is play on Facebook. I'm like, yep, I do. I play on Facebook all day long. And workplace. And I respond to emails in maybe 30 seconds as often as I can. And I'm trying to answer phone calls. And and yeah, people don't see what's behind. Like Kind of like the, I mean, I guess I don't want to say Wizard of Oz because I feel like that was like a fraud. <laughs> so it's, it's not that. Yeah. It's more like, yeah, like I don't even want to say how the sausage is. There's too many bad references. But what I really want yeah. to say is people don't know, like they see the, the results and they don't realize what went into bringing it there. And uh, you mentioned Bill and Kirby and um, yeah, some, you know, we have different views sometimes. Um, and the one thing that I always have appreciated about them is the fact that they are content diehard. They will they're disciplined. And so even though sometimes I'm like, I, I am not personally one to be able to do something every single day. Obviously, if you look at the size of my booty, I cannot quit eating carbs and I don't go to the gym every day as much as I want to. And I try, um, you know, it's not an everyday thing for me. And so I really appreciate the discipline that those guys have and they put that out there and they commit and they get things done. And so that's awesome. Um, but yeah, not everything that they say is going to work or resonate with, um, either my company that I'm trying to build or, you know, with the goals that I have for myself or even geographically, like the East coast versus the West coast, you know, I'm sure you probably figured that a lot too in Canada, like things are just different, different places. So take what you can apply, what you will interpret things as you desire, um, and just work towards making things awesome and just being a badass which is yeah. what you're doing pretty well, girl. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I try. I think like one thing I do want to cover is like, I think like what you plan with your badass form of promo, which I'm just assuming from the title here, because this was a surprise to me. <laughs> I think we have to be very aware of like the profiles we start to lift up. And especially on the women's side, it's like, 
there's this Harvard study where it came out that, and I'm going to get the numbers wrong here, but on the job posting. They're all made up. All statistics. (laughs) Make them up, girl. Go for it. (laughs) The numbers out there. It's like, there was a study and it was like, if there was a job posting and if women wouldn't apply unless they saw like 95% of it applied to what they did. And then, but men would apply if like 30% of it applied to what they did. And then there was this line. And so it was one of those things is like women are, women don't get dragged up or they don't get pushed up. And it's the role of other women to keep doing that, to make sure that voices get heard mm-hmm. because like the diversity of voice really happen, like really counts on, you know, what you, what matters to other people. And I think as well as like, we need to have way more women as like the top people up there because if you just see the same guys again and again, especially in this industry, same white guys, same older white guys, where are the youth, where are the like the younger voices? Like people see that and then think that they can't be part of that because it's not for them. Mm-hmm. We have so many amazing young women in this industry that deserve to be on the same caliber as like as you, as like, you know. I can think of a ton of smart women out there and it's like, yeah, yeah, you're just as smart and capable. So let's bring you up. Let's make, bring, make people aware of you. Let's go. How do we do this? And yeah. yeah, And I, yeah, I think, but unfortunately it has to be very intentional in the action of it. It can't just be like, yeah, more women is great. It's like, you have to go more women is great. We need 50% women panelists because there's a lot of panels out there that aren't. Right. And I also, but I also think the other, the other side of that, not in, not to play devil's advocate and say you're not right. Cause I totally 100% believe you are completely correct. Um, but I think where things start to fall apart with that is there are qualified women. If you want a 50% female panel, yes, be intentional about it, but also don't sacrifice the integrity of the, of the panel or the content or the whatever it is just to bring a a female on. I wish women would rise up and be empowered. This is exactly what we're talking to, right? Is that is you already are enough, um, but feel empowered enough to share that message. So it's not like um, it has to be a woman instead of a man. I want it to be a woman in addition to a male and a qualified female in addition to a qualified male and maybe even take gender out of it completely and go to just qualifications. The people that are asking to be there um, really, I mean, and that's what this is all about, right? Is, is evaluating specifically to who's going to do it better. Who's going to do it best. Who's going to totally kick ass at something regardless of, you know, their names or their whatever, anything like that. I I just want to get to the point where regardless of that, it's, it's the most qualified candidate. I think we all have that same yeah. thing. And I mean, awesome, you know, obviously awesome if it's a girl because, <laughs> you know, cool. Well, I would also, but, like, I, I'll also argue for you is that if you're, if you're the one doing the panels and all you're coming up with is guys, what's wrong with your network or what's wrong with your mindset that you can't come up with one woman who's equally as qualified as the rest of your panel? Yeah. Like that, that's where I talk about like intention. Intention has to be there for you to go, okay, I've lined up these guys, they all look the same, but where's, where's the woman? Like, where is, where's the other voice? Because if you keep, yeah, qualities and qualifications, yes, you should totally bring people on. But that's not to say that at this level of experience, it, guess what? It's all men. It's not. There's women who are above that level or equal to. And yeah, I think, I think 
people who come with panels, if they have to scramble to find a woman, something's wrong with their network and they <laughs> that real fast. And again, it's not just women either. I think you mentioned earlier youth. I cannot wait to see some of these kids have some of the best ideas ever. We were in Florida um, at the ASI show and this younger girl came up to me. She runs her mom's business's Instagram account. I'm like, girl, get it. She had her own business cards and um, she agreed to be on a podcast with me. <laughs> like, I don't know if she'll be on the badass women of, you know, promo because I don't know if her mom's okay with the language, but um, I think that is important too. You know, diversity obviously um, spans a number of of factors and I think so gender is one of those things obviously the the youth and promo have such great ideas and I I know that I struggle um being a younger person in promo of course I'm aging now but eh, I'm just gonna pretend I'm still 21 <laughs> um but being a younger person in promo you really have to fight to have your ideas heard and sometimes and I say this often innovation island is a lonely place and the fact that we have these great ideas and sometimes it takes a while to get buy-in when you're younger or when you're innovative um and so I would, I would venture to say that, yes, it is also about bringing in more females, but it also needs to be about bringing in um, a wider, diverse age group, um, and also not to be afraid of innovators. I feel like sometimes we're so excited to have somebody on the stage that says the same things that we already agree with. We're like, yeah, I get it, instead of like, oh, that really made me think. And so um, that's, you know, kind of another thing that's on my mind. Um, one of the things that you did say was the idea that um, – if you're looking for a panel and you don't really know of somebody or you can't come up with a female. So part of the idea behind this Badass Women of Promo podcast, I'm glad you, you segued us into this, Kate. So you didn't even know and you did it. So you did such a good job at this yeah, podcast already. Such a badass. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, uh, um, I'm like the best guest so far. <laughs> you are so, man, best guest we've ever had. Um, part of the, 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 this thing too is if you know – of a badass women of promo um the future guests on this podcast are going to be um yes chosen by me um but also chosen by the community and so i'm working with a number of people collaborating um to have a surprise show up and so if you have somebody that you would like to nominate as a badass woman of promo that maybe you work with that doesn't get played maybe they're not on social media but they're still just freaking fantastic um I'll eventually have contact information so you can um, either comment on this post if it's on Facebook. Charity, she's on the um, internet. Just find Charity, yes. <laughs> Google me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so not egotistical like Don't that. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know? Um, I have another story about that. I'll tell you another time. That was funny. Um, anyway, so I, I just want to get those nominations and I want to have those people. And what we're going to do is actually they're going to get a curated box, almost like a box of the month, like an Ipsy or whatever. Um, and they are going to get a box that has a cute note in it that says you've been nominated by your peers as a badass woman of promo. Um, with some really fun, um, creatively designed merch and an invitation to come onto this podcast and celebrate your badassery. So um, I am going to take us out there and just thank you, Kate, so much for um, being my guinea pig and for your history, your story, and um, most 
uh, most prevalent here is just your total badassery, what you bring to promo every <laughs> single day. Um, thank you for taking promo kitchen off my plate so that I can <laughs> relax. Yeah, I need, and I need to find other plates now to put it back on. Oh, man, let me tell you, I'm like, I'm just, you know, I should be at the pool eating bonbons. I'm like, let's take down yeah. another thing and wake it up a day early, another hour earlier. But thank you um, just for all you do. I, I know your mom would be super proud. I know that promo kitchen's proud of you and I'm proud of you. And um, so just thank you for being Kate freaking Plummer. Thank you, Charity. I love that. <laughs> Thank right. you. I, like, I have to say, it's like, it's, I find it, I, I encourage everyone who's listening to think badass women promote doesn't have to be most widely held. Like, it doesn't have to be super popular. Like, think about, sometimes we can get into an echo chamber of the people that we think should be on panels that we think should be have their voice heard. There's a lot of quiet people out there mm -hmm. who are doing amazing jobs. Like even on our promo chat team is like there's so there's Jay Bussell, Josh Story from Sanmar, Regan Hartman from Jobar, and then Molly Neese from uh, Maple Ridge Farms. And I can tell you three of those people would <laughs> do not want any spotlight shot on them. And they are the hardest working people ever. Yeah. They're so smart and so clever. And I would, I, you know, I put their names out there as badass women promo and, you 100%. know, and both of them, I, the two women of that group would probably be like, oh no, that's not me. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, no. Quiet doesn't always mean not capable. Quiet can sometimes mean very thoughtful. And so if you're inviting people to nominate badass women promo, don't think the loudest voice is the best voice. Sometimes it's the quiet ones. <laughs> right. Yep. Just nominate the best who, yeah, absolutely. Totally, totally totally agree. Um, and also with that, I would say, obviously just, you know, also work too to, if you're listening to this and maybe you think that you're not good enough or whatever, just, I challenge you today to do what it takes to find your inner badass. Maybe that's contacting me or connecting with Kate or, um, you know, joining in on a promo chat or, um, just asking a question, commenting, um, on this post, or just maybe reaching out and connecting with somebody that you never thought possible that would even want to give you the time of day do it because you are um, never know what's going to be on the other side of that comment so again Kate thank you so very much um thanks for <laughs> taking the bait <laughs> and best for, guest ever. <laughs> for being the best guest ever um I'm sure there's a crown or something just don't let your head get too big I know awesome all right well thank you again listen in next time I think these are going to be uh, every other week so tune in again in about a week and a half but I gonna warn you you never know what you're gonna get so you might pull this up and have somebody else hosting you might pull this up and hear a panel of women um speaking on some really cool topics asking questions again we're gonna keep you guessing so we'll hope you tune in again soon thanks so much everybody have an amazing day